0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday edition. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host of the daily CBS Sports NFL podcast, it out all through the weekend. We're usually just Monday through Friday, but with the combine here, live from Indianapolis, and frankly, with some co-workers of mine begging me to join the show, like Jamie Eisenberg, I agreed to do a Sunday podcast just for Jamie. So Jamie,
1: well, you should you should uh, before you um, go into uh, all the fabulous content you have planned for today. Oh boy, you should uh, tell a story about what happened to you on the streets in Indianapolis. Oh, fun. Jamie's
2: reading my mind. I was. I was oh yeah, about this um, we, on Friday
1: night
0: it was awesome. We ran into a group of listeners, and I guess we'll find out if they're uh, they are listening to this show.
1: Well, let's see. See, this happens to us on the fantasy show. You know, once in a blue moon as well. Did you get their names so you can actually say their names on the show?
0: Uh, yeah, I bought them drinks at Prime. Actually, I bought them some Tito's. Were they all underage? I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> yeah, hope not. Um, he
0: hesitated. Yeah, I think I spent. I bought, I bought them. Uh, bought some Tito's and water with uh, at Prime, and um, we ran into. Uh, I don't remember who is who on name wise. So sorry in advance, guys. Um, also, you know.
1: The group of fine young men that you met at the.
0: But the funny part about it is that we're walking down the street.
2: Please tell the truth. The true part of the story. I'm telling the true part of the story.
0: You listen to me. They're walking down the street, and these guys are like, "Yo, is that Pete Briscoe?" And Pete's like, "Yeah, yeah." And they go, "You're on the uh, Pick Six podcast, right?" That happened.
2: They said, "Where did they hear him from?" And he
0: was mad. Pete was pissed. Oh boy, here we go. Because Pete fancies himself a celebrity. He won't tell you that, but he does. Right, Jamie. Oh, for sure. Like, he is 100%. Important. I mean, he's,
1: he's sitting over there in all his glory. Yeah. Trying to pretend like he's doing work.
0: Pete likes to complain when we ask him to do stuff, and then he does it anyway. And same thing with his celebrities. Like, I'm not famous. I'm just a guy. And then, but, like, he he knows. He's a – yeah. He had a Jaguars fan walk over here.
2: Yeah, that and, was a big uh, moment. And, like, get Take a picture with, with him thing. and
0: all that. Uh, but, yeah, these uh, these guys were podcast listeners and uh for IU grads, and they came to Prime and hung out for a little bit and – I think they were like it was. Pre- it's pretty nuts. So like they came into the you know I was like y'all should walk in. They're like we can't get in there. I was like it's an open bar. Anybody can walk in. And we were sitting there, I was sitting there talking to him in prime. And like John Elway comes walking by, and then uh, you know Howie Roseman strolls by. Yep. It, it was a uh, Saturday night out in Indy was chock full of NFL celebrities, um, you know. And And you blew us off. Yeah, that's hard. I didn't blow you off. I was at the bar getting beers. I texted Ryan and said, what do you, do you guys need drinks? And he said, no, we're leaving. Do I need to go to the receipts? I mean, you've been lying all week long about (laughs) me. You've been like, see, Jamie and Pete are noted instigators. I don't
1: know what you're talking about. And they're
0: open about it. And I get it. That's fine. Ryan, but Ryan is a quiet instigator. Oh, stop. Ryan likes to act like he's like a nice person and a good human. He gets off on getting Pete riled up at, like, something with me. Like, he'll go and tell Pete some sort of gossip. Here, let
2: me to explain to you as I check the receipts. Because of my OCD, if you text me, I text you back within the minute almost always. That is false. So Not you, this weekend. You texted me at 11.30 last night. 11.27, do I need a drink? Because you came into the bar where we hadn't found yeah. each other because it was packed. At 11.27. it's is I, all
1: in the air, right? We're talking about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said no because
2: we're getting ready to leave. And then I say at 11.33, we're leaving because we still haven't found you. You haven't texted back. I hear from you six minutes later. Where are y'all? But I was walking home. Right. You didn't wait to hear
0: back from me. You just left. I didn't ditch you. You ditched me, dude. Well, no, you ditched us.
2: Right.
1: When
0: you found I was your, when you found your fans. To the, to listeners of the you podcast. You sign autographs? Look. No, I did sign autographs. You take
3: pictures? Yeah, of course.
0: 100%. I got a picture of my friend with him. I was going to tweet it out. I forgot. Um, look, I'm a man of the people. I'm a blue collar guy. <laughs>
1: Where'd you get that? <laughs> At the Brinson compound. Yeah, yeah. We pretend and, that we're a man of the people.
0: Hand <laughs> oh, oh, oh. uh-huh. in the dirt, blue collar. The, uh, anyway, oh, wait, wait, Ryan Wilson also on the podcast today with me. We're going to have Chris Chapasso yeah. join us to talk some NFL draft, but let's get down to business here, gentlemen. The quarterbacks through on, um, we went over to Yardhouse, had ourselves a nice little lunch, watched the quarterbacks throw, watched NC State lose a f- basketball game. And, uh, I frankly wasn't impressed with the quarterbacks. What about you, Jamie?
1: I think Locke did some nice things. Um, I think uh, Ryan Finley's getting some nice um, praise from the uh, DraftNicks on, on Twitter. Ryan Finley is? I haven't asked our, our own draft nick yet what his opinion is, but I'm sure he'll give it now. Um, so those two guys, I think, kind of helped themselves in terms of the throwing. Uh, the kid from Buffalo, uh, Jackson, right? F- first Jackson, Yeah. yeah uh, he ran. Free cast. Yeah. Ran. Well, I don't know how well he threw today. Um I think the guy that's kind of getting picked apart a little bit, which you might expect, is based on his uh, what you expect how he would throw, is Trace McSorley. Yeah, so he did not have a a, a good day. So I don't
0: know if "picked apart a little bit" is really the accurate way to describe that. I would say Trace McSorley is being getting hackenberged.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's he's a small guy. He ran a four, five, something, just under four six. He actually was asked to try out with the defensive backs, so the, the conversation is more about him not being a quarterback than the NFL. I don't think that's a surprise. But Haskins looked... Yeah, that's cool. a court. Adam
0: Schefter reported that one team asked him to work out with the DBs, which is... Yeah, there was insane. a, there's
2: a couple said, no, other gonna... guys we can talk about, but, um, Ed Oliver was asked to work out a linebacker. Hakeem Butler, who ended up running a four, a sub four five as a wide receiver, six six out of, um, Iowa State, was asked tight ends. But McSorley, we know he's not going to be uh, a day-two pick, and he may be drafted in the sixth or seventh round as a proje- uh, projection to do something else. But I thought Dwayne Haskins looked like he was going about 75%, and that's okay. I mean, again. Look, you don't have to cape up for your boy. The thing. You,
0: admit, yes. admit that Dwayne Haskins had a bad day throwing the football. No, he didn't have a bad day. But here's He didn't the- have a good day. He didn't help so, himself.
1: So just based on what the perception of Haskins is today, leaving the con- the combine— which quarterback Kyler helped I mean, themselves the most? Kyler he helped
2: about. Him, oh, Kyler not. You and Pete Prisco were yelling and screaming about how he needs to work out. Kyler Murray does. I didn't say that. And I said, well, what happened? I never said sh- that. He short hops a few passes. Compete. I see. That. So Dwayne Haskins right. competed today.
0: No, I agree. I think there's nothing beneficial for most of these quarterbacks to come and throw at the combine. Like you, like if Kyler Murray makes every throw, it's like well he's supposed to. And if he misses a bunch of throws and he gets Dwayne Haskins didn't miss any throws. He was just throwing seventy
2: five percent.
1: He didn't. He didn't look like he was the most complete quarterback in this draft.
0: He didn't look comfortable under center. Yeah, I, that's, I mean that's not a problem.
1: So if you're a team that's picking at the top that needs a quarterback, or or may trade up to get a quarterback, Giants, um, Jags, Jags, the, you uh, Dolphins, Dolphins, Redskins, Red Red. you know any of those teams, and you're coming away from the uh, forget about the NFL personnel fan, which quarterback do you
2: want? I want Kyler. Kyler. Yeah, I, I just – I I, mean these my drafts, I have him going first because I feel like he'll bring more excitement to the organization. He can play more if immediately. I'm a, if I'm a
0: Dolphins fan or a Redskins fan, yeah. you know yeah. what I
2: want? I don't want him to take anybody. No, if I'm a Dolphins fan, I want him taking Kyler Murray. No so way.
0: Don't take anybody.
2: Yeah, that's it's a good strategy. Well, look, you're not going to hire Brian Flores to come down there and win two football games. Why not? Keep Adam Gase. I mean, what, why all the appeal? Adam Gase
0: can't stop winning seven.
1: <laughs> I, I think Thomas I think Thomas if you're Donald a Dolphins act, fan or a Red fan, you do like Major fan. League. You strip them of all the players. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you think it's a bad idea though? Now that I'm thinking about it, to take one of those guys, not obviously mortgage your future, but take them in the right spot, what and are you then about next year, not next year, but two years with Lawrence.
2: Then that's a going to be a track race to who's going to get. There's only one Lawrence. But next you're year, saying take one of
0: what guys?
1: If you, if you are so enamored with, let's just say for whatever reason, Murray slips. Sure, to you 13. don't have you don't have to give up everything to move into the top five or top three or whatever the case may be. And he's bad. Yeah. Two years from now, you are could be in the same spot but anyway. You, but,
0: no, I don't think you want to do that. But I'm saying I think that there are quarterbacks coming out in the next two years that I would rather have than Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins. So what I would do is I would pass on that, and I would say I'm going to get my quarterback later. Look, the Redskins are a different situation because Jay Gruden is— But you need to win now. Not if, not if you're the Dolphins. No. That's what I'm saying. But the Jags but do. Yeah, right. The Jaguars are a different situation. Redskins are a different situation. How do you sell it to the owner?
2: I hey, don't worry about this year. We're all good.
0: You say,
1: I have a long-term well, the do- plan. The Dolphins owner has said that, or yeah. the, the reports have indicated that. You Forget say, about you I said. have a long-term
2: plan. Even in 2019 with the new coach?
1: That they have indicated Enough. that they do not mind building from the bottom up to get to the point that they want to get to, which I think would indicate not necessarily yeah. mortgaging the future unless they believe that one of these two kids or – lock or jones or whoever
0: are in you sure line. you
2: wouldn't rather really have josh rosen than kyler murray or dwayne haskins no i've been saying that all the time the baker sam josh rosen so if you're the redskins the quarterbacks call the if you're if you're not bruce allen. allen i'm not crazy about allen if you're bruce
0: allen like you call steve kine and say look dude i'll give you 50 i got this look dude thing i'm getting from Priscilla it was annoying i keep saying it um, you say listen man I'll give you 15 for Josh Rosen. You can take Kyler Murray at one, and then you can grab your defensive lineman, your pass rusher at 15. What do you think?
1: I, I think that's a wonderful idea.
0: The Redskins oh, so, should do that.
2: By the way, uh, Kim Jones said this on Friday, I believe. On air, uh, quote, in terms of Murray, people are beginning to believe almost universally he will indeed be the number one pick by the Arizona Cardinals. That seems insane to me, not because Kyler doesn't necessarily fit in Arizona with Cliff Kingsbury, because he does, but if you're Steve Kime, you're saying – I'm an idiot because I drafted Josh Rosen last yep. year, and now I'm going to do a redo. And don't worry about it. I agree. I agree. That
0: is, it is a aggressive and bold move if you end up doing that. But if you, I I also agree with the idea that if you are going to be all in on Cliff Kingsbury, then you have to get him the quarterback that fits his system. And if Josh Rosen isn't that guy, then you and Kyler Murray is. Right. Then you have to go get him. Kyler Murray. It, it, it's a
1: rare scenario that they have the option, if they find a trade partner. To make it work, sure. Because if you can, like, the draft is deep at defensive line. The draft is, you know, for what what their needs are. You know, the, I don't know offensive line, but you, you would you would be able to speak to it. Yeah. But but defensive line for sure. So if they think that there's a a second tier defensive lineman, that they get at 15,
0: like Christian Wilkins,
2: yeah, and there's soft- Montez then, Sweat, then, Ryan Burns. Then there's you come out
1: you come out of the draft with the quarterback you want. And a, and a defensive lineman that certainly can help you, that's a win.
0: Yeah, absolutely, that's a
1: win. But are are they getting a top fifteen pick for Josh Rosen? That's the question.
2: I think that the like I I, discuss, I was looking down. Did we discuss the Dolphins willingly trading thirteen for Josh Rosen? We didn't. I, I just don't, I don't I don't think. Who's the quarterback? They they're not they worried about it. They're not. I'm telling you, they're not I, worried. I would about imagine it. Brian, Brian Flores on some level is he's he's not, he's not worried, worried about, about it. No,
1: they're they're certainly worried about it. But it's not necessarily, I think, a thing that...
0: Here's, look, here's the thing. when you, if I in, think they'd
1: be fine with Bridgewater. Or, or, no, right. I don't think Tannehill. I think it's, 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 Jacksonville, Miami, I think they just have to cut ties with the guys that they have, just from a public perception. Sure. But I think Bridgewater or Tyrod Taylor or, you know, if they decide that Foles is cheap enough to get in that mix, Case Keenum, once he's let go, those guys are going to be the, okay. the ones that they look at if and, they don't get a rookie.
0: And here's the reality of the situation. If you're Brian Flores and Chris Greer, the now GM, fully empowered GM, if you draft a quarterback at thirteen, you just started your clock, and that means you have several years before the owner starts saying, "Why does your quarterback stink? Why does Daniel Jones stink? Why did you draft it's him at think, though if, it's, though,
1: if it's not the it's, top two guys, that that's still the case. Because yeah. in theory, you're right at thirteen. In, in, yeah. theory,
0: in theory, you're right. If you get if you, if you this is why this is why Mike Mcagn took Christian Hackenberg in the second round. He thought he was a legitimate prospect, and he didn't think if he took a second rounder that the clock would tick. But it's the Jets. The hell, it's Hackenberg. Why would he take that? I don't know he's an idiot. I don't know. But you the said but, that, I mean It's fine. Um he, he got it right, he got Sam Darnold. He's fine. But the if the if you're the Dolphins and you go to this year, knowing that, you know, the Jets are probably gonna be a little, a little bit better, the Bills will probably be a little bit better, the Patriots are the Patriots, you have an uphill battle, even if you get a stud rookie quarterback, go in and stink, get a top five pick next year, get the quarterback, whether it's Tua or uh, who else is coming up? Herbert, just Herbert, Justin Herbert. Herbert. Right. from. Uh, Shea
2: Patterson, there'll be a few guys, yeah. We'll Uh, see, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, like, who knows? We were talking about Kyler a year ago.
0: For sure. But to me, that's the play for the Dolphins. You don't need to rush it. If you didn't rush it last year when there were four good ones and you had a top 10 pick or top 11 pick or whatever it was, then you don't need to rush it this year. I
1: think all these teams that don't have the quarterback solved should take the Colts model. Build around them. I mean, the Colts are in a weird situation because they had the franchise quarterback coming off of injury. But look what he walked back into. Yeah. He walked back into uh, an offensive line that you could argue is top five in the NFL, and that's
2: certainly helped
0: their whole franchise right they
2: now. They have a ton of cap space, too. Yeah. Thank
0: you. The bench press is going to start in 15 minutes. You're I'm up, Brenton. For the bench press? Yeah. I don't think I could do one. I'm not even kidding.
2: How many push-ups can you
0: do? I do right, Like right now? Yeah, If I got down on the ground, I I could do 50 push-ups. Five-zero? Fifty. Yeah. Fifty? And how long? $100. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, a couple that's it. hours. <laughs> okay, that's, a, that's a follow-up question. <laughs> no, I mean, I, mean, I mean, what would be a surprising number?
1: 20. I've, I could do 20 push-ups. Could you do 20 in a minute?
0: Ooh. Uh, oh. May, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe.
1: All right, well, we're, we're going to take a break.
0: No, we're not going to take a
1: break. <laughs> yeah, anymore. we are, because <laughs> Chris Trapasso is going to come on. I'm going to go step off, and you're going to do 20 push-ups. I'm what not doing?
2: doing 20 push-ups. I'll you are. I'll throw You just said you could do it. you'll throw up. We'll put a bar back down there.
0: I'm not going to eat lunch and then do 20 push-ups in a suit. You're not doing you take your
2: jacket off. You'll yeah. be fine. Take your shirt how off. Many, how many
0: push-ups do you think Pete
2: Prisco can do in a minute? Well, he has short arms. He can do 50 push-ups in a minute.
0: He is the shortest arms. Hold on. on hey,
1: Pete. Come here for a second.
2: This is a conversation he had. Uh...
1: How many push-ups could you do in a minute? Could you do 50, 50 in a
0: minute? <laughs> and he's like, I can do 50. How many can you do? In a yeah. Oh, yeah, my see? God. No way.
1: Will doesn't think he can do Dude, 20. He's like minutes. jumping out of the seat. He doesn't think I can do... You don't
0: think I can do 20? No, no, no. We didn't say no. We, say we, no. we just were, were curious. How many do you think you could do? I mean, I think I can do 20 in a minute. You could do 20. Yeah. I've we're going to
1: find out in about two minutes. I'm not doing push-ups.
0: Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. He got you But got I don't. I don't know if listeners of this podcast are fully aware of what goes into spending a weekend with Pete Prisco at, at a work event. Last well, night at dinner, <laughs> Pete... Pete just comes pre- it down. Pete pretended... <laughs> a, this is a classic. Uh, hold on, Pete. Keith's going to set up your, uh, your your microphone there. Pete pretended he was a judge and proceeded to... Quite put, happy with himself. ...put me on trial for an hour and a half. Because you... Uh, you called, lied to me. You called Ryan Wilson a liar. And it was pretty clear once it, things got through that Ryan was, in fact, oh, a liar. get out of here. No, he was That I was not guilty. No, you were... You, and were, were, it not, you were a terrible witness. Were, you are a terrible were it, defendant. Were it not for a... Yeah, I was guilty of treason. We're guilty of yeah, treason. He went in with, a, like you said, with a traffic ticket, and he
3: had a murder charge by the end of it. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> it was not, awful.
0: Were it not for a robust conspiracy, I'll get out of here. Of people to pick on me, I would uh, have been scot free. Thank goodness, Jason Lockeford was there for a hung
3: jury. When I was, and I got out. When I was asking Scott you free. questions, you babbled more than you do on this podcast. No, it's
0: because Dane and Jason were screaming. No, at they the weren't. Email.
3: Well, that that got a little out of hand, but. Yeah, uh, what did you think about the quarterback start today? Mez and Mez was just okay. Mez means half and a half. He, he thought a... that
2: Dwayne Haskins had a terrible day. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great though. It was he did not improve his stock. I mean, like, and look, what's the takeaway from that? That's why Kyler Murray doesn't have to throw. It doesn't matter. He has moved Kyler Murray above Dwayne Haskins based on I had Dwayne Kyler Murray Haskins, above Dwayne Haskins. Even. So, today. Pete,
1: I'll ask him the same question. If you're a fan of one of the teams in the market for quarterback, after everything that's happened. At the combine, who do you want as a fan? Me?
2: As if you're a fan, yeah.
3: Oh, as a fan to watch for excitement-wise? Look, yeah.
2: like Norlander's on HQ. I'd uh,
3: I'd rather have uh, – he's blown his nose on HQ as we sit here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd rather have, uh, f- from a fan standpoint, to watch as exciting. You'd probably like th- to take Murray. But just from the,
1: the – from, from a, a so quarterback
0: you're, – You're a Dolphins fan. What do you want your team to do in this draft from internal – What do you want your team to do this offseason? Get it right. No, no, no! But specifically, what would you? What would be? You're, you're Chris Greer. What would be your play- not,
3: I, I wouldn't put my rebuild in on a five foot ten quarterback. I would not. I do wouldn't that. Hold well, it on Haskins, No, either. but
2: you have the 13 pick. What are you doing? You can do the free agency. You can do a quarterback draft. You can do both. Neither. What are you doing? Neither. What are you rolling with in 2019? Uh, Tannehill, Bridgewater.
3: Oh well, that's a free agent. Oh, you're, oh, you're saying just okay? Yeah. yeah, I'm not paying him big money though. Okay. Yeah, go I'm, getting, I'm getting stopgap until I find the right guy, well, and that's we, not in this draft. No, I don't. I think this draft this quarterback You'd like is quarterback is like Drew Locke. Though. What if he's there at thirteen? Uh, I probably would. I, I think this draft class is average at best for okay. quarterbacks. It's, I think this draft class is average in general. There's no, just, this draft class is good. What? No, no, it's good. But no, then, this draft class is good. No, I'm not. It's just it's, average because the quarterbacks are right. Everybody <laughs> pings draft class because right. I'm not insulting the draft class. I'm saying that you just said it's not good. You did. I didn't say like, it's again. Not this good. is like last night. You never know, Pete. Yes.
0: <laughs> I said that it's, it is, here, here's the unique qualities of this draft class. The top tier talent, there's not a huge group of elite discernible talent at the top. I think from basically like three to 70 is pretty, it's gonna fluctuate pretty wildly. Like I think you're, I don't think, I think there are gonna be very few mock drafts. Where was the top tier talent last year? Uh, going in? Going in. Quarterback. Four quarterbacks.
3: Were they, were they all top-tier talent, or were they forced up the board because they, they were No, forced? they were top-tier talent.
2: No. They're, Josh well, they're Allen, Mark ter- Jackson.
3: If Josh Rosen's top-tier talent, why are you getting rid of him to get, go get yeah, a 5'10 quarterback? I mean, you just said that,
0: right? Desperation's a stinky cologne, Pete. Uh, it's, it's
3: a bad move. So oh, Barkley was a top-tier talent, no question.
2: Mm-hmm. Saquon, yeah.
3: Yeah, no question. But there's top tier talent in this draft.
0: Too. There's, there's no, there's no top tier running well, they're back. They're talking about Josh
2: not top Jackson. tier skill, skill positions. Skill not positions top tier. Not there's
0: good. no Roquan Smith or Leighton Vander out there.
2: There's a Devin White. Is he, and there's, he's not
0: as good as those guys. He might be. Yeah. yeah. How do you know? He, he just, might be. Where would he rank compared to those guys? He's
3: probably right there with him at 10, 11, 10 to 15. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The pass rushers are way better in this draft. Pass rushers quest. are better. Defensive interior defensive line. It, yeah. Deep. Offensive line is the offensive line is better. The tight
2: end, that's right. Tight end's better. So you're just he's talking just, about kickers and punters, Pete.
3: No, he's talking about skill players and quarterbacks. Is what you talk about, which is how people end up grading drafts. In the past few years, there has
0: typically been like a clear cut number one guy. We haven't number one quarterback. No, number one. Nick, guy. Bosa. Number is, 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 Nick is Nick Bosa? The transformational prospect that we thought Miles Garrett might be, and I know yes. he, oh, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, no questions about him. Yes, tons of upside. Yes, as long as he's healthy. The only in, the only question with him is
3: injuries. Do you the mean, only question you... with Miles Garrett was he played the tuba or whatever he played. <laughs> played rope oh, the tuba. Yeah.
0: Um, now I'm trying to think oh, wow. of the 2000. Why did you get your flashlight on? You had it on yesterday too. Uh, I actually keep accidentally turning it on. The um...
3: no, the, the problem is. Whenever a draft class doesn't have elite quarterbacks or elite star skill players, people ping the draft. Okay, this might be one of the best center drafts we've seen in a long time.
2: You think, yeah, brinson should have been all over that. There's no Quentin Nelson.
3: Huh? Quentin Nelson. Garrett Garrett
2: Bradbury?
0: There's no Quentin Nelson. Well, we'll see. Dalton Reisner, if There's no Quentin Nelson, We'll see. There's no Derwin James.
2: Like it's last like safety, year, were, there's no safety that size. The safety class isn't. Last year there was Derwin like James, Minka Fitzpatrick.
0: There were like ten to twelve guys who were but, blue chip. There, there were there were six or seven blue chip prospects. I don't think that there are Derwin those guys in this draft. So, I mean, it's
2: not well, well, that's, that's just because
0: he fell doesn't mean he's not a blue you got chip three prospect. Three for
3: sure. The tackle from Florida is a blue chip prospect. Juwan. Juwan Taylor. Yes, no doubt. But um, who's the three for sure? Allen Williams and Boza. Blue
2: blue you think chips. those guys are blue chip? Blue chips. chips. Yeah. Okay.
3: Blue chips. Okay.
2: Rashawn Gary's an insane athlete. No, he's, he's an a, insane athlete. He
3: might not even go in the first round. That's that's not true. That's uh, he might not even go in the first round. That's I'm not telling true. you, his tape isn't his tape doesn't tell it, you. It, it doesn't, doesn't first look
2: great, right, but I mean he's
3: so what you're gonna draft him based on his athletic I'm not. But the teams like some of the yeah. athleticism. He might not go in the first round. No, he's going in the first round. People. I'm telling you, he might not. Where's he rank on the pass rusher list? I have him down
2: <laughs> well, for me. <laughs> okay, but, but I, like, I you I just, have it. You
3: have it. Boza. Yeah. Allen. Yeah. Then who? Which the, Uh probably Jakai and then Brian Burns. Jakai Burns and then Sweat, and then I, Gary. I think. Well, he's a better
2: athlete than Sweat, but, but he's not a better player. No, than he's Sweat. Not. So who do you have? Nick Bosa right. or Bradley Chubb?
3: Bosa. Bosa. Yeah, Bosa. Yeah.
2: I'd rather really have Chubb.
3: Nick Post.
0: Nick Bosa is unreal. When
3: he's I don't know why. He, what field. do you have
2: against him?
0: I like Nick Bosa. I love. I love Joey when he came out. But like again, like you look at that draft class, right? When you had Joey Bosa, Zeke Elliott. The father got hurt in college. I'm in mean, the NFL. They got hurt. Both of them have been yeah.
3: hurt. you worry about that? Is there something in the genes or something? you worried about
0: it? Uh, there might be. I'm, I'm trying
3: mean, to Would find you the worry year about, about that? No. Should we be worried about it? It's just a coincidence, right? It could not yeah. be anything more. But I
2: think if you're Steve Kime you draft uh, Nick Bosa, you can sleep well at night. But you're, you, you're, right. you're doing all this crazy stuff with the quarterbacks. I, I don't know.
1: But not again if you are able to flip Rosen for. Uh,
2: but doesn't that reflect poorly on you as an evaluator when you give it of Rosen 11 and a half months later?
1: I you? don't think so if you're trying to appease Cliff Kingsbury and you're going all in on him. All right, let me, well, let they me... didn't
3: try to appease Cliff Kingsbury when they hired a state. They hired his defensive staff for him. They didn't appease him too much in that process.
1: No, but to, but to your point, though, about making a, admitting you made a mistake, they made a, they made a mistake on Steve Wilkes.
2: No, oh, God, 100%, yeah. That was... So
1: this wouldn't be out of the character right. for them.
2: I also think that
1: – To just say that the there's... 2018 season was a wash and so my,
0: my theory on the Cardinals, too, is that um, Michael Bidwell, the president, he – has saw for how the Cardinals were very bad under his dad, terrible for a long time, and when Bruce Arians and Steve Kime came in and took over, Michael put them in. The Cardinals rose into sort of one of the better franchises in the, the NFC. Breaking news.
2: What do you guys think? DK Metcalf ran the forty and unofficially. Four five.
0: No no no. It's, low, it's like look four. At, it's uh, four three. Look, look at Ryan's face.
2: face. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think he ran? Is it four three? Uh, well, Jamie has a guess yet. 4-4. Four, four. Four, three, three, unofficial. <laughs>
0: Look at Pete. Pete's that's up. That's uh, He's a top 10 pick. Top 10
2: pick. Yeah. There we go. That's Julio. There's another one. That's right. That's Julio. There's another blue chipper.
0: That's Julio. Uh, Brady said to point out that he thinks D.K. Metcalf is a Terrell Owens clone. That's pretty like, good comparison. Too. I like uh, that's Josh what Gordon. I said. Brady was texting Brady. He's a little bigger than T.O. He's a little bigger than everybody, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> he's taller than T.O.
2: He's like, he's like if T.O. Like? and Quan Bolden and— 6'3", I think it changed. If T.O. Yeah. and David Boston had a
0: baby.
1: He's not, yeah, the, g- think... not the girly man.
0: <laughs> he's not the
2: girly <laughs> man. I don't like the David Boston comparison because it just the insinuation. It's, a, it's
3: not. It's it's a bad comparison. He's a, Speaking of David Boston. You don't want to be if David you, Boston. Right, if exactly. you
0: were a professional NFL player, would you take steroids? Yes. <laughs> Pete didn't <laughs> even hesitate. to ask that question. I take HGH because they don't detect it. Right, they don't
3: bother testing. And then when they detect something new, then you get something else. Like, today. see,
0: I don't think Ryan. Like, I think Ryan. No, would. Ryan would not take steroids because he would be like he would feel bad that he was cheating the game. Yeah, hundred percent. Jamie would be worried about his personal health. And Pete's like,
3: I'm shoot going for me the,
0: the give me those it, needles. If it makes
3: me more money over the course of his career, I'm you, I'm shooting. So what would of, you? What percent of it? So would you, dude? Y- yeah, you're <laughs> kidding. <laughs> you wouldn't if you were gonna make. $10 well, no. If you were gonna make ten million. Without taking the steroids, or I'm like twenty Jamie. million, or twenty million taking the steroids, what are you doing?
2: I'm about, like Jamie. I'm worried about the long term effects. No, no. i would uh, take ten not, million. What do I need twenty million for? Ten million's plenty.
3: Not after you pay your agent, you your family and everybody I would else. I'd like
2: Richard Sherman. I don't need an agent. It, it,
3: you,
1: well, you, we're going to find, we're would gonna find take out. A, would I you would. take him? I would. I anyway, would. Based course. on your, on your uh, yeah, scenario. There. I, you'd,
0: walk, you'd walk into my house and I'd have one of those little NutriBullet shake things. It just a big jug of HGH. I'd be waking up every morning, an HGH hey, shake. push up. Well, Let's slice, go. Take the jacket off. Come on. It's time. we it slice alone?
3: Oh, I'm not doing push-ups. Come on. Doesn't well, does slice alone
0: take well, uh, HGH?
1: Well,
3: he admits it. Well, I don't. I'm not. I'm come on, pushups. You're bragging. Come me on, 50. Well, we're just asking. Can you get 20? Come on, I'll come start on, the clock. 20. Here we go, guys. Yeah, this is a podcast. Here we go, go. Nobody on, can see this. I'm gonna record it. You That's Can't me. see it. No um, see come it. on, well, so so I think he could get 20 in a minute. Yeah, okay. I don't think there's any question. I think he could get 20 in 30 seconds. Oh,
2: that I would. I would. Let's go. You guys both
3: do it together.
1: You guys both do it together. Same time. You
0: didn't finish talking about. By the way, you, Sue. I think I think Andy will do our producer. Our producer Andy Hecht
1: will do twice as many as you.
0: Filter tell, tell Posada to come over here. Let's go, Will. Right, hold on, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll come back. I don't even know what we just talked about. Do we? say What have we talked about? What is going on here? Dolphins? Talk about dolphins. All right, come
1: on, let's go. You and Andy.
0: Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break and watch Andy do. And you? Fifty. I'm not doing. I'm not doing pushups against this sculpted Adonis. Let's go. Come on. No, I'm not doing pushups. We are taking a break, and then we will bring on Chris Okay, hit pause to get his opinions on this draft.
1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: All right. Welcome back to the Pick Six Podcast. Quick commercial break. Chris Trapasso joining us now. What's up? what's up, buddy? How's it going, Will? How are you doing? Welcome Good. to the Combine. Oh, well, you've been in Combine for a while now. Yeah. I really don't like it when they do the bench press in the middle of the podcast.
4: Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah.
0: What? Uh, what's your takeaways from the... I guess this is Saturday. We're recording this on Saturday afternoon. Wide receivers and uh, second wide receivers and quarterbacks are running, quarterbacks are throwing. What's your big takeaway from Saturday's action at the combine?
4: That the wide receiver class, which I've liked since September, thought it was loaded with a lot of big receivers, did the exact opposite that what we saw from the running backs who were really disappointing. Oh yeah, it's sure. really slow yeah. and all these big, you know, 6'5", 220 or 6'3" and up 220, 225 wide receivers ran really fast. Yeah. Um, Ryan was Butler. just geeking
0: out about, uh, did you DK Metcalf? 433.
4: Hey, let, let me show you
2: guys. Obviously podcast listeners can't see this, but this is the draft network guys watching DK Metcalf's 40 time. Somebody Losing recorded it?
4: that? Losing it, probably.
2: Yeah. So this is the, uh, our guys at the, the draft network seeing the four three three and just going—it's like they won the lottery. It's like, Tackle them, like, yeah! It's like Wait. someone hit a last second shot in a basketball game. Would it be like
0: didn't DK Metcalf like the consensus? But we one, we know, remember what was the over I five, said nine. if he, I said if he was under four five, I thought mean, that'd be good because he's so big. If he's under four five, he's gonna be a top ten. By hit. the way, a
2: couple other uh, forty times came in. By the time you listen to this, you'll know them, but we're finding out in real time. What do you think Debo Samuel did?
4: Mm, you're disappointed, so I'll say four six. He looks low on film, four Four six. Four, five, unofficial. So that's good for him. That especially. is good for him. Definitely. Riley he's Ridley, bigger. Pete's guy,
2: he loves a lot. I think he's a great route runner, possible, late first round guy. What do you think he ran? Four four nine. Mid four fours. Four six one. Whoa. So,
4: so that's, that's a lot bad. of moving to
2: shaking. I mean that's what Calvin Armour, your guy ran.
4: Four six, I think. Yeah. So there's some four, things, six, one. some things to figure out. The Butler yeah. was under was four four nine, and how big he is. Yeah, that's. AJ Brown was under four five, which is good for him. He looks yep. kind of like a running back on the field. So the wide receivers just really blew it out of the water. I think here. In yeah. Indy.
0: Uh, how many wide receivers do you think ultimately go in the first round?
4: Well, after this weekend, because I think a lot of the thought was, oh, these guys are bigger, but they're slow. Nikhil Harry's not that fast. They all ran well. I can see four wide receivers maybe going Ooh, in the first who round. Got, who are the four? Um,
2: DK Metcalf is locked in the first D.K. round.
4: DK Metcalf. I have him think, as a
2: third round pick, but go ahead. I what? think. Really? What'd you say? I said have him as a third round pick. I was kidding.
4: Who? Metcalf? Yeah. <laughs> I can see Hakeem Butler. I mean, with that size, the length, the catch radius to run under 4-5. Um, I think Nikhil Harry, back end of the first round, because people thought he was going to run like 4-7. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't. Um, and I think AJ Brown, he's so good. After the catch, and he's big, he's muscular. He kind of fits what the NFL wants from receivers being great after the catch. Calvin Harmon's going in the first round.
2: Yeah, four six though. That's going to be a question. And I think, but what, I don't like. Why is it, why is it Keem Harry? Why are we like? I'm not on the. We're, we're rubbing us. We're ru-
0: we're we're praising the Keem. Uh,
2: They're cheering for you.
0: That's the bench press. Somebody did. 29, 29 reps. Let's settle down here. All right? Those are, hot, those are <laughs> linebackers. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and Keem Harry did 4.59 on his 40. We're I'm not out. crazy about it. But him. like, 4.59 is the same as 4.61. I don't disagree. It's the
2: same. I still like Kelvin Harmon, but I think uh, Butler's a, a good point by Chris. And also, there's Marquise, Hollywood Brown. I know he's hurt, but what's his health situation? A lot of teams like A.J. Brown. I don't love A.J. Brown, but he's 6 2. He's a monster. I mean, his first unofficial was 4.5.7, somehow got out in 4.4.9 or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's weird. But whatever, I mean, teams like him. So I could see those guys, three or four guys, ending up in the first round.
0: Well, and I think the other thing too is that when you look at this draft and you start to look at the bottom half of the first round, teams that need wide receivers. That's right. The I was Eagles need wide receivers. The Ravens need wide receivers. I wouldn't be stunned oh, if the do you Seahawks were involved.
2: What? That year was for? That cheer for Nick Bosa. 29 reps. That's oh, wow.
0: Really? Yeah, that was good. Did you get hurt doing them? Um... Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers could use a wide receiver. The Packers, I wouldn't be stunned if they took a playmaker there. Uh, The Patriots need wide receivers. The Raiders are going to take a wide receiver. I think you can argue that the Colts need help a wide receiver. A lot of teams there.
2: Yeah. I mean, so I think that we could really see a jammed. The Raiders could get Kelvin Harmon at 35. Now, that would be amazing if he happened to hang around there. the Raiders
0: got two defensive players, a tight end. Yeah, tight end. And and then Kelvin Harmon Harmon, with their four picks, that would be a nice haul. Right. Um, who else is a big winner from the combine, Ryan?
2: I'm actually thinking. So let's say you get Quentin Williams as the Raiders. These four picks: Quentin Williams, Montez four. Sweat, Montez Sweat. You get Noah Fant, and then you get Kelvin Harmon. That's an you unbelievable haul. What do you if you're a five one team in 20? See, but this
0: this is my this is my point to Prisco earlier when I was saying it's not a it's the draft to me. I would rather have 24 and 27 than number
2: two. Yeah, hundred percent. Like yeah.
0: And like you the See. draft chart wouldn't say let's trade twenty four and twenty seven for two. Like if two you, better two players are better than one player. Right. I mean, like if I were, were if I were the Cardinals, I would call the Raiders and be like, look, I will give you the number one overall pick for twenty four, twenty seven and thirty five. And, and I, I think that you would come away with three players I think there are three players who are in the top thirty five that are going to be more valuable to your team yeah, than and the number than one, one player in the number one pick. Yeah.
4: I think that makes a lot of sense. I'm a huge proponent of trading back. And I think it's easy for for us to say, oh, Team should always just trade back. I think if you're uh, 25 reps for – who was that? Did you hear that, Ryan? I don't
2: know, but Joey only did 24 reps a few years Nick. So look, I want, to, I want to point this out. No, Joey, um, when he was drafted a few years ago, he only did 24. His brother Hi. Nick did 29. So Andy Isabella is a guy I love out of UMass, 5'8". He was a sprint champion in uh, Ohio high school, but d- beat Denzel Ward in the hundred. So we were talking to our boss John Breach, and I were talking to our, our boss Port the other day, who um, name drop. ran track growing up, and his son runs track. And I, I we looked up uh Andy Isabella. Port was a podcast listener, of course. Yeah, this is I'm telling the story. So Isabella ran track in high school. We looked up what he <laughs> ran, and I don't. It was under 11, I think. It's like 10 and a half, 10 six, something like that. And Port said, "That's not going to be a four three because there were conversations about Isabella running a four three. She yeah, said, that's going to be a four four something. Isabella ran a four four six. So wow. Sprint champ 4-4-6, four,
4: four, Court nailed it. But it's still a guy I like a lot. And that's I mean, it shows that not necessarily what happens in high school translates. Because I think Denzel Ward ran four three one last yeah, yeah, year. That's yeah. Right. So yeah. not a great time for for Andy Isabella, but if you so if you me, like him, then you just like him. It's not like you're not gonna drop so you him. Guys are, four, four, you guys are you guys
0: are draft nerds. Um by trade. Me. Give me some Give me some lower. Give me some unknown, some hidden gems that have done well at the combine who could be boosting their stock. Not necessarily. Oh, Rock
2: Armstead, I love Raquel Armstead. I talk about him a lot. That the Temple running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ran four four five the other day when the running backs ran. You know, he's the guy that that uh, had the sack during the game against Tulsa last year.
4: But he's a hard, fast runner. I like him a lot. Staying at, at the uh, same spot, um, Justice Hill. He was one of the own. I obviously loved Mason Rudolph last year. I liked James uh, Washington last year. They go to the NFL. Everyone kind of forgets about Justice Hill. He stays at Oklahoma State. Mm -hmm. He actually averaged more yards per carry this year than he did last year, uh, 5.9 to 5.5. To run 4-4 flat and have a 40-inch vertical, that's what Saquon Barkley did. I mean, he was a lot bigger, but not a lot of running backs can hit that. Um, mark in the vertical and in the 40 so i think with a lot of the running backs not doing very well yesterday justice hill did a lot for himself
0: mm. all right what about uh, on the defensive side of the ball some lower tier guy like some not not lower tier just off the radar guys because i mean i think part of the problem with this draft class and this is sort of my point was that like we spend all this time talking about kyler murray but oh, there's a lot him. more to the
4: draft class sure. than that um i'll start uh, charles Amenahue from texas yep he hasn't worked out yet but Everyone was talking about Montez Sweat, how long he was, he was almost 6'6", he had these crazy long arms. Amenahue is as tall, um, longer, had like an 80, or 36 inch arms, which I've like never seen before. Yeah, that's big. And like 85 inch uh, wingspan, or, wow. or like 85 inch change. So he's someone that didn't have a great Texas career early on but was pretty good as a senior. And at 6'6", 280 with those arms, teams are going to really like him. If he tests well, I think second round makes a lot of sense for him.
2: Okay. Yeah, who I talked to him in the senior bowl, and he said, I'm a bigger version of Chandler Jones. Which and I you, think makes sense, yeah. And when you talk to guys, you say, okay, what was your best game? You go back and watch it. He gave me three best games. <laughs> the Baylor D- game was his game to watch. DK's running again. All with right. TV behind us. Just turn around You watch it. He is very – oh, my God, he's fast. Yeah, 4 3, four, three, three eight. Eight. So wow. he's oh, probably
0: he's totally locked into the
4: mid-4-3s. Wow. All right. He, is, he just ran a 4-3-40. He's going to be the first offensive skill position player off the board. Because there was Hawkinson or Fant would maybe be there. It's going to mm, be Matt Caff.
2: It could still be Hawkinson. You think? Ran 4-7.
0: Depends on – Hawkinson ran 4-7. 4-7-1. I'm not fine, worried,
2: I'm not you, right. worried about you, you know Zach Ertz ran? 4-7. 4-7-6. Four, seven. Four, seven, yeah,
0: he's a bigger tight end. My thing is, that I don't, is I don't him. know that when you look at the group of teams at the top, that there's a immediate need for a wide receiver, unless unless you think the Raiders are going to take DK Metcalf at four.
2: Yeah, I don't know if they take him at four, but they, I mean, like I said, they could, if, you, if you get Calvin Harmon at thirty-five, I think well, so here, so
0: let's assume that Dwayne Haskins and Kyler Murray are both going in the top ten. Let's also assume that Nick Bosa, Quentin Williams, and um, Josh that? Allen, Josh Allen, yeah. that's five. That's idea. your five guys. So. You, I think you can start looking at number six, like it. Like there's five more spots, and DK Metcalf is probably going to go in that stretch if there's a team up there who needs a wide receiver. Sure, I don't know that somebody
2: trades up to get. Giants could trade Odell Beckham and draft DK Metcalf.
0: Right, exactly. Like, like but like the Giants and Jaguars aren't taking a wide receiver there. A wide receiver at six and seven. Lord, you would hope not.
2: I mean, I guess the I guess
0: the Jaguars could. I mean, that would be pretty stupid, right? And it's like Metcalf Jeff- at seven. Jets could take him at 7. Yeah. That's a good landing they spot They
2: have a lot
4: of needs, but they the they, they
0: need to Well, and also, like a lot depends on what happens with
4: Antonio Brown. You know who really so, needs them? The, the Bills. Bills. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I think they're going to go line first, but they could certainly pick him at 10. Look, or, uh, any nine. of
0: those teams that drafted a quarterback last year...
2: Is, all need receivers. All need receivers. You know who else
4: would love him at 10? Oh, not 10. Uh
2: Or the Buccaneers, for I had this in a mock trade. They're up... At, oh, they're 5. They might take him at 5. They got Bruce Arians now... Yeah, for uh, James to throw bombs, that's all he does—throw bombs. Bruce Arians,
4: and they have Mike really Evans and DK, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf is like, obviously, he's this like alien type, um, but his film is not like Kelvin Johnson, Julio Jones, like are like guys that went receive big athletic receivers that went in the top ten. Decent amount of drops. I don't think he ran more than a bubble screen or go route at Ole Miss. Yep. I thought AJ Brown was way better after the catch, linearly explosive. Yes, but I think he's a little bit raw. Like you're going to be enticed by his athleticism, but That's he's why a it little makes bit sense
0: raw. The Raiders at four. Yeah. Like that. That that would be the Al Davis pick. Mm-hmm. Is for sure DK Metcalf at four. What uh, other receiver. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. What's that?
2: Redskins. I'm just going through the list of teams. Redskins have to take a quarterback. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they got, someone's got, who's No, the if they signed Teddy
0: it. Bridgewater. It makes sense to go get DK Metcalf. I mean, but what anyway, mean? what were you going to say? Oh, no, I'm sure, um, no, I, mean, I think, I, look, he, to me, he has solidified his spot in the top half of the draft. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was sure. my
2: number one re- yeah. receiver coming in and that ain't changed.
0: No, that's, that's fine. I mean, I, I joked that Kelvin Harmon might be wide receiver one. I think it would be insane to pick somebody Kelvin DK Metcalf. But right now. to your point, like, is he going to, like, it, would he fit in John Gruden's system? Where you move West guy. Coast? Right. No, not no, at all. Not really.
4: He, you and move him all around to different spots? Not saying that I think Metcalf is going to be a bad player at the next level, but you will see in April because Metcalf's going to go ahead of Kelvin Harmon, who I think is a much more refined, Fine, yeah, polished for sure, for sure. So it's it shows you what the NFL prioritizes in terms of the draft. That Always happens. Kelvin Harmon is probably going to go in the top of the second, and it will— will probably have more of an instant impact right away. He may never be the, you know, he may never have 1,400 yards with 12 touchdowns. People care about upside. Yes. Right. But I like Calvin Harmon a lot because I know what I'm getting from him day one. I'm not worried about scheme fit or, you know, can he do this, can he do that. Metcalf, I think you can have those like, Is is
0: John Gruden going to be capable of saying, well, DK Metcalf doesn't fit our scheme and passing on him? of course. Maybe a four. Maybe.
2: Yeah. But I I like the sort of the scenario we went through because you get – if you get no fan, you don't have to worry about Jared Cook. Good Derek point. Carr has some weapons. You address a lot of your needs. I mean, you're counting on a lot of rookies, but it'll be an improvement over what you had last year.
4: My question with the Raiders is, Mike Mayock, like, how much power does he have? Like, he kind of said, like, right away, like, oh, is this John Gruden's team? Yeah, it's Gruden's team. But I, I've i always thought of Mayock as being a pretty level-headed I mean, uh, evaluator, but like, if, if Gruden's well, Trying to do crazy think, stuff. Like, what is Mayock no, I think saying? Gruden's
0: going to lean on Mayox evaluations. Okay. To move around, to make the board.
4: So I think but if the, you're a Raiders fan, you're a little bit happier now after what you went through in the offseason because you have Mike Mayock as your GM now? If Mayock's right, I mean, Well, I no, guess. but I mean, like, I think... If you're thinking, okay, it's John Gruden steering the ship, you're kind of like, look what he did with this roster, and how is he evaluating players now as opposed to when he was a coach 10 years ago? But, like,
0: it's so different. Like, evaluating a, a class full of prospects and knowing all about the prospects is entirely different from actually making the selections True. and pulling in the guys. Yep. And not to mention, look, if the, look, here's the reality. If the Raiders draft three bums in the first round, you know who's going to get the blame for it? Mike Mack. It ain't going to be John Gruden. Hugh Jack, oh. Yeah, Hugh Jackson. That's right,
2: yeah. <laughs> Hugh Jackson did it.
0: Um, all right. Anybody else you guys want to cover prospect wise before we oh, get You out mentioned
2: it? a late round guy, or a guy that people don't necessarily know about, but that actually I like a lot. They're not, they haven't run yet, the d- defensive backs, but Justin Lane is a cornerback out of Michigan State, converted wide receiver. He's like 6'2, six, 6'3. Six, and you watch him play, man, he's, uh, he's he could be really good. You know, teams now like long cornerbacks and all that. So yeah. see how he runs and all the conversations we have about that. But he's a guy that I, I
4: want to see how he does. I need someone in that. Ohio State game. He I mean that to me was one of Dwayne Haskins' worst games. They still won the game obviously, but Justin Lane was he I don't know really well two or three pass breakups against some really speedy wide receivers where I think when you when I went into that game thinking, oh, this is a bigger, maybe slower cornerback, he was, you know, all those fast receivers for the Buckeyes, he was like glue on them. He's got long arms, and like Ryan said, he's like 6'2 or 6'3, so middle of the draft, he I think you could get a starter if you want to play zone and just uh, let him get his hands on the ball.
0: A starter in the middle of the draft is good good stuff. Yeah. Um All right, we're going to get out of here then because I have to go catch a plane to Atlanta and then back to Raleigh to go see my family who hopefully still loves me. Uh, I love you, listeners. Thanks for a great week in Indianapolis. We'll be back today, Sunday. Of course, you're listening. we we'll are back on Monday. Again, we'll have Ryan Wilson on. He's never escaping this podcast for as long as he lives. <laughs> Chipotle, we'll have you back, of sure. course, soon. And uh, thanks for listening. Subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you guys tomorrow.